this morning. I'm going to tell you three stories, and then we're going to learn some of the points in the stories. And these are three stories from the Old Testament of the Bible, from the book of Daniel. And for those of you who want to like grab the Bible in front of you, and those of you who know how to read and would like to, it's on page 873. So if, if, if like you want to grab that Bible and check out and see if I'm telling the stories correctly, it's on page 873. The first story I call Daniel and the Vegetables. Daniel and the Vegetables. So let me tell you this story just a minute. So listen up. And those of you who think you know these stories... Listen, because I believe there will be some lessons, even some things you've forgotten about the stories. So Daniel and his three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they lived in this country over here, and it was called Judah, and they lived in a city called Jerusalem. And over here was a king. And this king had an army. And his name was Nebuchadnezzar. And his country was Babylonia. And one day, the king of Nebuchadnezzar said, I'm going to take over and capture the city of Jerusalem. So he marched his armies over here, and he captured the city of Jerusalem, and he captured these friends. Let me read to you, verse 3, Daniel 1.3. Then the king ordered his chief of court officials to bring some of the Israelites from the royal family and the nobility, young men, Without any physical defect, handsome, showing an aptitude of every kind of learning, well-informed, quick to understand, qualified to serve. He was to teach them the language. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel get captured by the army and they get taken back to Babylonia. And they're in prison and they're going to learn how to serve this new king. And the new king said, hey, every day take them the kinds of food we eat here in Babylonia. But that was a problem for Daniel, just like Kelly was saying a minute ago. Because God had told them what kinds of food to eat, and the king ate food that they knew as God's people they weren't supposed to eat. And so then Daniel had an idea. This is what Kelly was talking about a minute ago. But Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the royal food and wine. And he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself. So he said, hey, don't make me eat the king's food. And this person who represented the king, he liked Daniel and his friends. And so he said, well, if I don't give you the king's food and you look really bad in 10 days, when I take you to the king, the king's going to like cut off my head. And Daniel said, just try it and see what God does. And because the guy respected Daniel, he said, okay, I will bring you vegetables and water for 10 days and see how it goes. Now, do any of you like vegetables? What kind of vegetable do you like? Carrots? Oh, I love carrots. Does anyone like lettuce? Cucumbers? Okay. So that's the kind of food Daniel wanted because that's what pleased God so much. And then guess what happened at the end of 10 days? Listen to this, verse 18. At the end of the time set by the king to bring them in, the chief official presented them to Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them and he found none were equal to Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. None were as healthy looking None were as sharp, none were as smart. 
The king found them ten times better than all the magicians and the enchanters in his whole kingdom. And Daniel remained with the king. Okay, let's, we have a slide here. Let's take a look at what we can learn from this. Chapter 1, 873. Uh, Daniel and his friends were captured and taken as prisoners. They didn't want to be captured by the army, but they were taken as prisoners. Number two, they were blessed to be chosen to be in the king's service and in the, in the, in the king's castle. Trusted God by choosing water and vegetables instead of what the king gave them to eat because that's what honored God. And because of their faithfulness to God, because of their faithfulness, they were unblessed. Story number two. Okay. If you got your Bibles open, go to Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. Second story. Now, Daniel, Shadrach, and Meshach are still in Babylonia, but now there's a new king. King Nebuchadnezzar has been done. He's been, he's been pushed aside by King Darius. And here's what it says. 6-1. Listen to this second story. It pleased Darius to appoint 120 officials to rule throughout the kingdom with three administrators over them. And one of those three administrators was Daniel. So in the whole country, there was the king. And then there were three higher-ups. And one of those higher-ups was Daniel. The king really liked Daniel, and God was blessing Daniel, and Daniel was obeying God. But you know what? The 120 officials that were under Daniel, they didn't like Daniel, and they, they had ego issues with Daniel. And, um, uh, and so here's what they did. Now, Daniel was so distinguished among himself that the administrators and the other officials, uh, because of his exceptional qualities, the king planned to set the whole kingdom over him, and the officials didn't like it. And so they started to look at things they could, like, take to the king about Daniel. But here's what they said. We will never find any basis for charges against this man, Daniel, because he's so honest, unless it has something to do with his worship of God. So the, the administrators and the, and the officials came up with a plan and they went to the king, the king of Babylon. Remember now his name is Darius. And they said, hey king, here's what you should do. You should have everyone in the country for 30 days worship you. And the king thought, that's a good idea. Everyone in the country should worship me. And so the officials said, here's how we should do it. Anytime you want people to worship you, uh, here's actually what it said, uh, uh, O king, issue a decree, put it in writing, so that um, three times a day, when they hear the band play, they'll fall down on their knees and worship you, O king. Now, when Daniel learned that the king had made this a law, and it had been published, he went home to his upstairs, and he got ready to worship the king. No, he didn't do that, because Daniel knows that the, the God, our God, the true God, had said you can only worship God. And so Daniel went, up, went home, went upstairs, opened his window, and he worshipped God. He did exactly what God would want him to do. He worshipped God. You think the king's going to be happy? You think the officials are going to be happy? Oh, no. They're not going to be happy. And so... Uh, so they went to the king, the officials, and spoke to him about this law. Did you not publish a law that during the next 30 days, anyone who prays to any god or man except to you, O king, would be thrown into the lion's den? The king answered, the law stands. 
in accordance with the laws of the Medes and the Persians. And they said, well, king, one of your officials isn't doing it. It's Daniel. He's worshiping God. Verse 14, chapter 6. When the king heard this, he was greatly distressed because he loved Daniel and he believed Daniel's God was the true God. And he wanted to rescue Daniel. And he came up with all kinds of plans, but none of them worked. And then the men went, as, went in as a group to the king and said to him, Remember, O king, that according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, no law or edict that the king issues can be changed. So the king gave the order, and they brought Daniel, and they threw him in the lion's den. My grandkids love buddies and stuffed friends. And so I emailed them this week and I said, do any of you have like a lion? And so here's their lion. This actually belongs to Charlie. It's kind of a cute lion, isn't it? He's had it since he was born. And it kind of sits on his bed. Isn't that a cute lion? And like soft. And it's actually getting kind of worn out. Well, the lions in the den where Daniel was thrown were not cute. They were not soft. And you wouldn't want them on your bed. The, Dan- the lions where Daniel was thrown in were vicious, ferocious, mad, and hungry. And the king, when he threw Daniel in the lion's den and he put a rock up in front of it, he said this, My friend Daniel, this is in verse 20, Servant of the living God, uh, uh, I hope that your God will rescue you. So they close it. The king goes to bed. He tries to sleep that night. He can't sleep. He comes back the next morning. And and the king says, uh, uh, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to rescue you? And Daniel's inside behind the stone. And he says this, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel. And he shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me one bit because I was found innocent in God's sight. Nor have I ever done anything wrong before you, O king. And the king was overjoyed. And he started cheering. And he moved the rock away. And he invited Daniel out. And the king said, I'm going to issue a new law this morning. And every part of my kingdom, people must fear and reverence the God of Daniel. Wow. Daniel did what was right. Even though it was scary. And God used Daniel to bless the whole kingdom. Now, I want to tell you one more story. And this is in Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3. And this is a story about the three friends that were captured with Daniel. Does anybody remember their names? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And now we're going to go back to the first king just for a minute. And the first king, his name was Nebuchadnezzar. And he did something crazy. He went out in the desert and he built a statue 90 feet high. So that would be probably three times higher than this room. 90 feet high, 9 feet wide. And he said to his people, now I want you to worship this statue. Now Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego... They knew that God, the true God, only wants them to worship him. And so this king, Nebuchadnezzar, said this, As soon as you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music, 
You must fall down and worship the image of the of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. So every time the band started playing, everyone in the country was supposed to fall down and worship. Now, do you think Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would do that? No, they weren't going to do that. They were not going to do that. You know what the law said would happen to somebody who didn't fall down and worship that big statue? The law said they were going to be put into a fiery furnace. A fiery furnace. And so, um, again, there were, some, there were some people in Babylon who reported this to the king. And furious with rage, I'm reading verse 313, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought in before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Is it true that you do not serve my God and worship my God when you hear the band play? And they said, It is true. And he said, Well, if you don't bow down and worship, then I'm going to throw you into the fiery furnace. Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego replied to the king. This is like a famous reply in the Bible. O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, even if he does not and we burn up, Even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not worship your God or worship the image of gold you have set before us. That made King Nebuchadnezzar madder than ever. And he said, make the fiery furnace hotter than hot. And then he said, throw those guys in. And he was going to stand over here, King Nebuchadnezzar was, and watch them burn up. But listen to what the Bible says. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They, we, all his advisors said, yeah, three men. And he said, look, I see four men walking around in there. Unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar approached the opening of the fire and he shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High, come out, come here. So they came out. Do you think they were smoky? Do you think their head was kind of burned? No. The Bible says God did a miracle. They were not smoky. They were not burned. They didn't smell like smoke. Could God do that? For sure God can do that. And so they came out, and here's what Nebuchadnezzar says. When he saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their head singed, their robes were not scorched, there was no smell of fire, he said, praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. His angel has rescued his servants. Therefore, I decree that the people of this, of, of, that the people of any nation or language who say anything against this true God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego should be um, uh, killed and put into their houses. So, let's go to the last slide. Here are some lessons. One, things won't always go the way you want them to go. 
Did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel, did they want to be captured by a different army? No! Did they want to be thrown into a fiery furnace and a lion's den? No! It won't always go how you want. Number two, we are called to obey God no matter what happens. No matter what happens, just like Kelly was saying. Kelly says, God says, no matter what happens, we're called to obey God. Number three, God will be with us always, everywhere. Do you think God can be in a fiery furnace? Yes. Do you think God can be in a lion's den? Yes. Do you think God can be in your living room or your school or on your soccer team? Yes. God can be wherever, always you are. And number four, God will use it when we trust him and obey him for his glory. For his glory. All right. I'm going to pray. And then uh, the team is going to come and sing a song that fits our message completely, which is like a lion. Okay, let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much, so much for the story of Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Father, it gives us courage. It helps us. Thank you for how good the kids listened today. Wow. Thank you for the lessons that uh, kids and parents can learn by opening your Bible. Thank you for this privilege of sharing these stories that are so true and so much about your power, dear God. Help us remember you're with us always, everywhere. And help us remember when we do what's right, God gets the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.